I'm rolling, bruh. <laughs> hey, kind of cold out, huh? No, you say it's warm, and I'll say it's cold. No, and that, then we'll get the big long argument. And I disagree. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores, home of the Traeger Grill, brings you Garage Logic Podcast number eight hundred and forty-three, May fourth, twenty twenty-two. It was ninety-one degrees in this day in nineteen fifty-two, and it was twenty-two degrees in nineteen sixty-seven. And I have ice outs. Okay, but we're not over. I have done some math for you people to show you the brilliancy of a consistent mother nature. Uh, these are brought to you by Aquaside. Minnetonka had an ice out on this day in 1859, mm. and White Bear had an ice out on this day in 2018. We have 167 years of ice out records for Lake Minnetonka. Only 18 were not in April. 12 in March, 6 in May. So that means of the 167 years of ice outs of Minnetonka, 149 of those ice outs were in April. Hmm. And it's ever been thus. That's fascinating. In White Bear, we only have 94 years of records. Hmm. But they also have uh, 18 that were not in April, 11 in March and 7 in May. So of the 94 years, 76 years of White Bear ice outs have been in April. April. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe. What? May the 4th be with you. I don't, is this that Star Wars day? And now, <laughs> BS. From the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe um, Souchere. Hey, uh, dummy. Which one? You. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we're almost done with these... Um, I gotta say, fascinating ice out details that you provide us with. Well, if you year. aren't going to school on this, you're not paying attention. Uh, what? Uh, anyway, um, when are you gonna start with the lilacs? I examined them yesterday. It's funny you ask. Fresh little buds are starting to appear. Oh boy! And I oh. bet we'll have a. Even though it's been so cold, I bet it'll be right in my window. There. Is it May twentieth usually? No, it's usually end of May to June third, somewhere in there. I have to look at the pictures on my phone. And I'll give you the exact dates. It's got a catalog. Yeah, uh, but they're starting to happen, and the hostas are starting to come up, which again signals to me the idea that nature uh, is going to do what it does, uh, even if it has to struggle against a cold spring. Let me ask you a question. You um, may. So. You take pictures of the lilacs every year on your phone. Just to corroborate my claim that they're about the same budding every year. Don't the pictures look exactly the same every year? Yeah, but those pictures are dated. And then you send them to like the U of M, the farm school up there, no, and they break no. it down and study it and compare no. their notes huh, and no. uh, notes around the world. Yep, and this year was May 10th. The different kinds of lilacs and whether they face south or north or behind the shed or in the front yard. I, I think he sends them to Walgreens and makes his own calendar for the year. Oh, boy. I don't do a thing <laughs> with the lilac. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here's Joe's lilac I have just discovered my own ways to combat the hysteria of these, this climate change crowd. And they have it has nothing to do with the climate. Remember that. They're against capitalism and free markets and Western civilization. It has nothing to do with the environment. The, the climate has always changed and always will. And I'm fascinated by the absolute consistency in, for example, ice out dates. They're extraordinarily consistent. They're all in April. 
with very few exceptions. Now, I think the weather's breaking, and that means uh, maybe it's getting closer and closer to booking your tea time up at Giants Ridge at either the Legend or the Quarry or both, two of the greatest golf courses in the country, not to mention Minnesota, and two of the greatest value golf courses in Minnesota golf. Between uh, June 4 and August 29, you can play the Legend and the Quarry on the same day for one incredible rate with lunch on them between rounds at the Wakuda Grill, featuring one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. And I think the key word here for Giants Ridge is peaceful because there's uh, plenty to do for a family vacation destination. There's water recreation and biking and hiking in the newest and largest lift-served mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and more. You can view 3D course flyovers of the legend in the quarry at giantsridge.com, or you can call them to book your tea time. 218-865-8030, giantsridge.com. Did we play the song yet? Okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the leaked Supreme Court document. Uh, Reavers, where's my sheet on that? We, uh, I think it's in your pile, probably. Oh, be my man. Guess. I apologize. It's funny, you? Such, watching That's the right news here. watching the news this morning, albeit with the sound down, it, it seemed like all the channels were making a big deal about what the news and the leak contained as opposed to the leak itself mm-hmm. and the, the the alarming fact that this leak was made. Uh, we have audio coming up shortly with Kamala Harris, who went to this uh, woman's group called Emily's List and, and gave a speech. And I, I, think, I think the game today we're going to play is just how long can we last listening to her. But I think the leak was uh, well, it was obviously done on purpose, and I think it was purely a last-ditch political move, given the midterms coming up. Uh, this country's in big trouble right now uh, with energy problems, uh, a true crisis at the border, gas and diesel prices, inflation, education seems to be in a shambles, crime is rampant. Supply chain problems are going to begin affecting us even more and more stridently, particularly when it comes to food, because the truckers are not going to be able to afford to fill their trucks with diesel and get the products to us that we need. And you throw abortion on top of this now, and the likes of Kamala Harris finally have something to talk about, because they haven't... They have no explanation for everything else. Everything else has been a complete failure. Uh, The country's in a real, real tough spot. And now what they have is a demagoguery they can take to the voters and say, if you don't vote for us, women are going to lose their rights and this and that and the other thing. And this, it's, it's going to be their principal talking point between now and, and November. That's the only conclusion I can draw for why it was leaked. And uh, here, here's Harris. Uh, she said that uh, Republicans are trying to weaponize the use of the law against women She spoke Tuesday night at a gala for Emily's List, which is a pro-choice political action committee. Good evening. I want to thank Ms. LaFonza Butler, who I've known her for many, many years. She and I being in different positions when we first got to know each other, working together. 
And I will say that we are very fortunate that we have a leader in LaFonza Butler at a moment like this in the history of our country. Thank you, LaFonza. He must be ahead of Emily's list. I also want to recognize another very special person who is in the room, the first second gentleman of the United States, <laughs> Doug Emhoff. <laughs> Hang in there, Joe. So, if there was ever any doubt about why Emily's list is important, last night makes the point. Women's rights in America are under attack. There's your campaign right there. Roe v. Wade has protected a woman's rights. What was that? Yeah, it's powerful. Oh, some background with, noise. Something with the audio there. Roe oh. v. Wade, in its power, has protected a woman's right, her right to make decisions okay, I can't. about her I, I'm own done. body. I'm done. I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't see. take it. Those can't of stand you listening to that idiot. That had 88 seconds, <laughs> please cash in your tickets. Um... If they were at all concerned with the future of this country, they'd be focused on how the hell this leak happened and making sure it never happens again. Um, but you're right, Such. Can I put on my black helicopter hat? What the hell? Why not? So <laughs> she was scheduled to appear last night at this event. Apparently. And the leak just happened to take place 24 hours before that? Uh. Hmm. Maybe last night was the annual date of the Emily's List Gala, and maybe she had previously been booked for it. But you're right. This is a perfect distraction. Energy, border, gas, diesel, inflation, education, crime, supply chain. All of those things we're, that affect we're, we're this We're going country. under here, people. Yeah. And, and now you get this astonishing leak from the Supreme Court that puts this extraordinarily hot button issue back in the public eye and uh it'll it'll help to continue the divide in the country mm -hmm. and this is what they have they have nothing else to stand on to claim that they've done wonders for america uh i'm not sure they've even done wonders emotionally for america uh, in fact to the contrary uh, we're just seeing them again at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, just the chasm uh, in, in the world between those people in that room and us is, is unimaginable. Mm -hmm. It's just unimaginable. You know, you, you, you read off your list. Yeah. And I'm being, I'm being serious. Think, can we come up with one thing that has improved? Uh, we'll have to turn to height for that, I think. Give me the list again. Well, I just jotted him down with a pencil. That's, I mean, that's all it takes. Uh, energy, yep. border, yep. gas, diesel, inflation, yep. education, crime, yep. supply chain. Yeah. Okay, I can come up with one. Yeah. Those of you that sold a house within the last six months, mm -hmm. you did pretty good. Or a car. Or a car, yeah. Thanks, John. But yeah. that's directly resulting. But those are with the inflation. negative consequences of all its wrong. <laughs> exactly. yeah. 
It's great if you're a seller. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> I've been looking at used car prices. They're amazingly high. <laughs> Try to build a house right now. Yeah. Yep. If you can even, if you can. And the cavalier attitude that our leaders have about the hardships that people are facing trying to fill those trucks is is shameful. It's shameful. Well, you saw it at the correspondence dinner the other night with Trevor Noah. We played the audio. He's well, laughing. Well, listen to this one. This is from the gala. Uh, Kathy sent us this. She apparently is, uh, well, hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Joe, apparently a picture really is a thousand words, worth a thousand words. The other saying that comes to mind is you can't make this stuff up. This is priceless and a perfect explanation of the mystery. Wait, here's another saying. Let them eat cake. I could go on and on, always pushing back. Uh, P.S. Tickets to the Met Gala were $37,000. What Kathy sent me was a picture that I saw yesterday of Hillary Clinton. And she looked attractive. It looked like they had a team of 15 people putting her up on the hoist and getting her ready for this thing. But the picture Kathy found is here's a black man straightening her gown. It reminded me of we had to we had to remove the statue of Teddy Roosevelt from the Museum of Art in New York because he was accompanied by a black guy and an Indian guy. And here and I'm sure this guy is a successful whoever he is. He's probably a fashion designer or something. But the irony of this privileged white woman standing there in her gown for a thirty seven thousand dollar event and she's being tended to uh, with a guy down on one knee straightening the hem of her skirt. That triggers me, Joe. I'm sure it does. They had her, you know, they had her gussied up pretty good. Buff her out? Yeah, they had it all cleaned up and buffed out and had her up on the hoist. Throw some uh, body filler in the cracks. I think so. Smooth it down, prime it, sand it again, prime it again, sand it again, (laughs) prime it again. (laughs) Wait a minute. What? What show is this? Oh, this is the wrong Crabby Coffee Shop. No, this is Podcast 843. Where we talk about dog poop. <laughs> yeah, tune in, Joe. Is that what you talked about? Yeah, you don't want to listen today, Such. That's to that. not for you. Yeah. No. Do you but, think uh, the timing? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. McLean was. Uh, oh, she oh. was good today. She McLean. was brilliant. Yeah. She, she did walk out of the room, Kenny, and she said, "Yeah." My, Joe asked her why she was walking funny, and she said, "Oh, my back hurts." I said, "What from carrying those two idiots?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much today. It, it, it is the Don McLean show. <laughs> yep. We uh, question what were you gonna say, about Johnny? the timing. Question about the timing. Yeah. Of, of what? Yes. Of the of this leak. Yes. Because in within two months, the official decision will be out. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't they have wanted it closer to the election? That's kind of what I thought when I first heard about it. Oh, but John, can you imagine the snowball effect by the time the election happens? But. Yeah. Well, I think the timing is such as to give them a, a, a head start on planting these seeds of discord. Okay. That's how I view it. I, I, there's I gotcha. Purely, we're all in agreement, aren't we, that it... This that was it, done on purpose. That it's political. This is a political 100%. move. This is yes. a political operation. Yes. Uh, and whether it, you know, it's, it's not going to convince half the country of anything, it's, and it's not going to convince half 
the other half of the country of anything. So the the court has ordered an internal investigation. Yes. What's going to happen when we do get to the bottom of this and we find out who did this? Nothing, because it's not illegal. I read all about that this morning. Really? It's not not a classified document of any sort. uh, So that, that person would get fired. Obviously, the staffer, say, say, or a clerk or a sure. staffer, yep. they'd get fired. But well, here's it. where they, you should really no be charges. worried. Wow. What if the clerk doesn't get fired? That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, someone's huh. going to have to well, take the fall. Yeah, and, and you would assume, okay, say it's a Democratic or Republican staffer, Roberts would have no choice. I, he'd have to fire them. You would think so. You'd yeah. Think so. What if it's injustice? <laughs> the city of St. Paul now has an interim police chief. Yeah. Do we know if that's, uh, his name is Jeremy Ellison. Do we know if that's any relation to Keith? I don't think it is. I don't believe so. He is a deputy police chief, Jeremy Ellison. Uh, we're, we're losing a guy named Todd Axdell, who's one of the finest police chiefs in the country, especially considering that he works closest to the country's tallest buildings. I have lobbied for him to become the police chief in Minneapolis. I think, I think in my heart, I know that he he'd be crazy to take it, <laughs> you know. So we got this guy. He joined the department as a park ranger in 1999. He was hired as a police officer in the year 2000. He's worked patrol, narcotics, special investigations, traffic safety. He currently serves as deputy chief overseeing support services and administration a role that included work as part of a coalition that addressed a surge in homelessness downtown St. Paul experienced during the pandemic. That's back, by the way. You all know I refer to the uh, 35 between 94 and the Mississippi as the practice freeway. Mm -hmm. As you take the practice freeway east and you're about to exit, uh, for example, you're going to a wild game, uh, the homeless tents are back in the median there. Uh, I think that's a recent development they're back. It's a noisy spot. You know, over the weekend, my wife never comes to the city, but we had to go to Abbott uh, Hospital over the weekend. And she noticed, she said, why are they just allowed to? Mm -hmm. There's three of them when you leave the freeway on, was it 28th there, Kenny? When you head towards the hospital, they're all over the place in that area. Um, What happened to the John Thompson thing? Well, that fell off the face of the planet in a hurry. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it odd, by the way, for them to name an interim before Axtell even steps down? No. Because it's in June, isn't it? I don't he's, think it is. He's done on June 1st. That's a crying shame. Well, I guess, okay. But we're good luck than... to Allison. He's been around there for 22 years. He must know the ropes. Uh, he will not be the permanent chief. They Both Minneapolis and St. Paul are conducting searches for police chiefs. Uh Minneapolis and St. Paul both have about 2,000-person committees of experts who are going to submit names for consideration. Boy, they're going around and around in Minneapolis to city council against the mayor and petty little fighting that you'd see in third grade among petulant little children. What a disgusting... Amelia Huffman is the interim chief in Minneapolis, and now, come June 1st, Deputy Chief Jeremy Ellison will be the interim chief in St. Paul. City Council in uh, Minneapolis. Nope, we're not helping. We're going to fight you on every single issue. (laughs) Now, what do we make of this? Uh, Minnesota's U.S. Attorney, Andrew Luger, 
pledged yesterday to, to devote the entire weight of his office to punishing violent criminals. Part of an aggressive strategy, he said, is necessary to curb a surge in carjacking, shootings, and gang activity in the Twin Cities. Uh, and I think that's great. My only thought was, what has taken you guys so long to make right. this a focus? Right. Yeah, and are the judges on board with this yeah. uh, crazy prosecutors? This crazy scheme? Standing <laughs> alongside local law enforcement leaders at the federal courthouse in Minneapolis, Luger said he's instructed all 42 prosecutors in the criminal division of his office to work on violent crime, which he will oversee from indictment to sentencing. Everyone within the sound of my voice who is contemplating the next carjacking or engaged in gang activity or trafficking in illegal weapons is forewarned, Luger said, and the plague of violence, uh, end the plague of violence now. You have a choice, and now is the time to walk away. Federal prosecution and federal incarceration are the alternatives. As of Tuesday, all adult carjackers will be charged and prosecuted under federal laws. And every person convicted will serve time in federal prison. Uh, I think I think adult carjackers would constitute a minority of carjackers. Yes, I thought the same thing. They're pretty much teens. 14, 15, 16. 14. None of them know how to drive. As of Tuesday, all adult carjackers will be charged and prosecuted under federal laws. And every person convicted will serve time in federal prison, he said. Federal prosecutors will also devote more resources to indicting people caught possessing illegal guns or straw purchasing guns for black market buyers. Uh, And Luger said another focus of his office will be shootings involving auto seats, a popular gun modification also known as a switch. What does that do, Kenny? It turns a handgun into a Maybe it turns weapon? it in, into a fully auto. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I can turn the page, I guess. That would be, uh, I have to get I, a page I'm not a gun me. expert because I, I don't need to be. I just go to DK Mags and mm-hmm. let them be my yeah, it turns experts. Yeah, it turns it into an automatic weapon. All right. The announcement comes as violence hits a generational high in some parts of Minnesota after decades of historically low violent crime. Minneapolis saw 97 homicides in 2021, the most since 1995. Last year, St. Paul broke its record for homicides. Uh, And we go on and on to learn that he's talking tough. Uh, I have no reason to disbelieve him. What I'm I'm wondering, uh, God, you, you know what's becoming of us? We're just... I'm normally not as cynical as most of you guys. Reavers, you might be the most cynical guy I know. Yes. I take that as I take that as an insult. <laughs> well, but this oh, smacks I really have to step up my game. Yeah, you do, Olson. This again wow. smacks of politics. What do you mean? Well, we Democrats aren't that bad. Look at we're here now to solve your We're getting tough problem. on we're crime. We're going to get tough now. Well, yeah. well where have you been? Bricks and mortar. Well, he he just started though again. Remember, yeah. he'd been working remotely. N- no, he he just was reappointed. Remember, hey, remember? Yes, I do. Much of the news conference focused on the rise of carjackings. A few years ago, there were so few carjackings that law enforcement barely even tracked the crime. Luger said, "Everything has changed now. They happen in broad daylight and with premeditation." Political leaders in the Twin Cities 
Suburbs have lamented the rise in violent auto robberies, prompting Minnesota lawmakers to push bills that would designate a new specific statute for carjackings. Such a federal law already exists, but federal prosecutors have not frequently charged carjackers in recent years. Luger said he's instructed local, state, and federal law enforcement to bring all carjacking cases to his office for charging now. And as long as they fit our statute, we will prosecute them under federal law. All right. Now, many of the carjacking suspects arrested recently are younger than 18. Among them were five juveniles accused of stealing an SUV in December and crashing it in northeast Minneapolis, breaking the vehicle in two and killing two of its teenage joyriders. Luger said it's difficult to prosecute juveniles under the federal law. We're talking about it. We're not there yet. Okay. Well, good luck, Mr. Luger. I think we're all... Uh, terribly supportive of your efforts yeah uh i'm just will it make a difference i, I think it will yeah i mean if you're gonna you get the word out you're going to jail pal well then make sure you do and get your prosecutors but on board. kenny nailed it earlier though judges that's all gr- that's all fine and well but if the judges aren't willing to put them in jail joe it, it's none of this is going to matter well, well, I, scanner accounts on twitter take great joy in pointing out how many times these criminals have been turned out right away uh, and yet there's so many re- repeat offenders yep. walking around from sex crimes all the way up to carjacking and robbery and murder, even. Back to the uh, Supreme Court leak. Uh, majority has got a good point here. Democrats have pushed gender-neutral phrases for women's health issues, right? Mm-hmm. Including pregnancy and childbirth. A leaked draft opinion revealed Monday that the Supreme Court could potentially overturn Roe v. Wade, sparking backlash from liberals. Numerous Democrats, including President Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, appeared to characterize pregnancy and abortion as issues that only directly impact women. But Democrats made an admission about what type of people can actually get abortions in the wake of a leaked Supreme Court draft opinion showing justices could potentially overturn Roe v. Wade. After many liberals pushed for gender-neutral terms surrounding pregnancy and abortion, such as birthing people instead of women, Mm. prominent Democrats made statements appearing to suggest only women can get pregnant and have abortions. Our daughters, sisters, mothers, and grandmothers will not be silenced, he wrote. Who wrote? Who wrote that? He wrote. The world is about to hear their fury. California will not sit back. We are going to fight like hell. Uh... I'm missing who said that. Uh, Democratic New York Senator Chuck Schumer said abortion was a woman's right. More specifically, they do not defend the right of a man to have an abortion while at the same time asserting that men can get pregnant too. Huh? Well, they're nuts. These people are nuts. I saw a great line the other day. They, they'd stop a construction project for, because a rare grasshopper was found. Yep. But, you know, let's have let's kill 73 million kids or so. What the hell? What difference does it make? I don't want to do abortion talk. Call me now. God help me. <laughs> it's very interesting, though, how when their backs are up against the wall and they want to really make a point, they revert back to the language that we've used since day one there, on the earth. There was a great line I saw on Twitter that said, so let me get this straight. The group that thinks men can get pregnant are now worried about disinformation. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. 
Which well, is true. It's it's completely accurate. Uh, Joe, how how high does this go up? This leak. I, I keep thinking about uh, Nixon's dirty tricks division, and it seems like the entire Democratic Party is dirty tricks at this point. How high do you suppose this there's goes plenty up? Of, as opposed the, to the clean Republican? There's plenty of bad. Well, yeah, that's a great point. That, that's yeah. Uh, that wasn't the point I was trying to make, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> See, that's why yeah. I remain so politically lonely. I just have nowhere to but turn. You didn't answer the question. How high? <laughs> how high? Well, how high? I mean, how higher does it get than the Supreme Court? It doesn't I mean, get any higher than the Supreme Court. In the Court. executive branch. Well, are you asking me to be suspicious that uh, Joe Biden said to some justice, leak that document? Look at the monitor. I'm looking at it. Okay. Know. I'm, so I'm not ready suppose, to make that claim. I'm not ready to make that claim. Yeah, and How I would you, suppose John? then that the Supreme Court or a justice went to him in the first place saying, here's what we decided. Oh, you think it's dirty? The Justice Department dirty? Well, let's put it no, this Because the, just, the Justice Department wouldn't know either. It'd have to be a Supreme Court person of some sort who came and said, knock, knock. Hey, guess what we're doing? Do you hear the current administration addressing energy? No. Do you hear them discussing the border crisis, which is, in fact, a crisis? Gas prices and diesel prices. No, I, I did read something about the border crisis yesterday, and they were uh, working Trump over because the walls that he built are so damn high that people are getting injured on a daily basis mm. when they cross over. Mm. Uh, I thought that was inflation is out of control. Education is in shambles. Crime issues, non issues, supply chain. No, that doesn't. No. Wait, 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 wait. You're wrong about inflation. Well, let's start with this. Okay. Prices (laughs) have gone up. Okay. And families and individuals are dealing with the realities of of. That bread costs more, the yeah. gas costs more. Really are does. you vice president? And we have to understand you? what that means. Do you That's understand? That's about the cost of living See? going up. You Do throw you? you throw that at her, and she can't handle it. But she can be somewhat coherent, giving you a a big speech to Emily's list about abortion. Yeah. But she has no bleeping clue about energy, border, gas, inflation, education, crime, and supply chain. About any of it, none of it affects no, her. None of it. Well, remember when she was asked about the border and she said, well, or he, was it Lester? Lester Holm? What's his name? Holt? Lester Holt. Uh, he, he was asking her about the border and asking if she, if she had been there. And she said, well, I also haven't been to Europe. Yeah, which, which was a non-answer. Right. I, don't, I don't understand right. the answer. Uh, let me tell you something. What are you going to tell me? Well, I'm going to tell you that uh, the uh, moving sale at EcoFund is almost done because they're ready to go to that new building. They're going to be going to it soon. So this is the final week of the moving sale, and it merely accomplishes a, a delightful situation for the consumers because they just as soon not have to physically move all of the inventory of those Bentelli e-bikes, ATVs, Yamaha products, clothing, helmets, all the gas scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure, Golf carts, fuel-injected golf cart. Oh, uh, great youth recreational equipment. So the best prices are right now, uh, and they're good through Tuesday, May 10th. That's when they're going to be moving into the new building. I've seen a picture of it. It's fantastic. I can't wait to visit it. They're going from uh, 3,600 square feet, where they are this minute on Highway 61 in Forest Lake, 
to over 31,000 square feet in a brand new dealership. You don't tell me. Oh, it's just fantastic. And they say, thanks in part to GL nice. that they're doing that. Love it when a client like that is happy. And GL, there's, uh, the weather's turning. Uh, Kayla Bloom is uh, Tim's daughter. She'll help you get absolutely the perfect electric bike for your needs. She's a nationally recognized expert. <clears throat> they got 23 different kinds of electric bikes. So take advantage of this. This is the final week of the moving sale. Uh, hopefully the weather is good this week. And next Tuesday, May 10th, they'll be in their new building. Right now, though, EcoFun Motorsports is on Highway 61 in Forest Lake. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for my good friends at Hofferman Water. They are an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems, including water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and, of course, drinking water systems. I have been a proud customer of Connecticut for a couple of years now in two different homes, and I'm here to tell you that a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners simply cannot. A Connecticut system from Hofferman can cut down on salt usage. It's going to protect your appliances. And I'm not kidding when I say that bad water is going to affect every single aspect of your home. Here's the deal. Your laundry is going to become better. Your showers are so much better. And not to mention the improvement in your drinking water. My Connecticut system that I had installed, it's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. Please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. Call 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or just visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware oh. stores, sifting okay. through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. So we had one day I knew it. I knew of it. new bumper music yesterday, and now we're back to playing stuff off your email. Yeah. Okay. Accurate. Noted. Okay. <laughs> so, Suchi boy, I got a brand new tip on the use of seafoam from a fella that calls himself a guy, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. Uh, hey, Kenny, you keep dumping the cases of seafoam in the tank. That only incle- uh, that only cleans the injectors and exhaust valves. Since you guys like to talk about equity, how about the intake and intake valves? Now, here's where it grabs in- uh, gets interesting. Grab a can of seafoam, mm-hmm. and with the engine running, dump it in the hose. He pulls the bre- the hose off the brake booster, hmm. and he dumps that into that hose until the engine completely stalls out, about a half can worth. He lets it sit for 10 minutes, and then you start it up. It's going to smoke a little bit, but it's releasing all that nasty carbon buildup uh, that was in the engine. It blows it out into the air where it belongs, and your truck is like brand new. What that the heck? Is- that is amazing. And he actually signed the uh, email, a guy from the pointy hills of Colorado. You know I'm going to be doing this uh, this afternoon on right. this truck, 223000 on it. I'm going to dump it in until that thing chokes out and dies, then wait 10, 15 minutes, fire it up, and have a brand-new engine, thanks to Seafoam, a wonderful product in a world of dirty valves, Seafoam. You want to hear from a 28-year-old business owner, GLer? Yes. Who uh, echoes, either he's echoing me or I've, I'm echoing him. He doesn't want his name used. Uh, why the leak happened? The Supreme Court of the United States has become a, a political body and tool. With midterms coming up and Democrats poised to lose many seats to Republicans, the progressives have made a last-ditch effort. Leak the article, 
Break protocol and laws, because when you think you are so morally above everyone and evil right-wingers, breaking the law or cheating doesn't matter. By leaking information, they can cause a stir surrounding one of America's oldest hot-button issues, a woman's right to choose. Their hope is that voters heading into November will forget about the rise in spending, crime, inflation, gas prices, decline in the stock market, economic growth, and GDP for one simple reason— If I don't vote left, then the Republicans will control my body or begin outlawing many other choices in our country. We all know the reality that abortion isn't going anywhere, gay marriage isn't going anywhere, voters' rights aren't going anywhere, civil rights aren't going anywhere. But the left's goal is to remind people that without them, they cannot accomplish anything. Always pushing back a young 28-year-old business owner, G. Eller. Wow. Bravo. Not bad. Not bad at all. Bravo. Uh, a note on mining. Uh, federal regulators recommended yesterday that the Army Corps of Engineers decline to reissue a key permit for the proposed polymet copper nickel mine, saying the project could raise levels of mercury and other pollutants downstream from the site in northeastern Minnesota. It's just a recommendation, but it could deal a blow to the $1 billion mine if the Army Corps accepts the advice from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Excuse me, I'm having a Roycey-like gas attack. Yes, sir. But another one. You need a minute? The EPA announced its position <laughs> at the start of a three-day hearing in Carleton, where the Corps is taking testimony on whether PolyMet would violate the water quality standards of the Fond du Lac Band of Lake Superior Chippewa, whose reservation lies down the St. Louis River from the site. The Corps is considering whether to reinstate the project's wetlands permit, one of the several key approvals PolyMet needs to begin construction on one of three critical uh, polymet permits that have been uh, suspended as the project remains tied up in court and regulatory proceedings. Uh, this is to mine copper and nickel. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm as pro-Northeastern Minnesota as anyone, but just, again, where are you going to get your batteries? Are we just going to keep counting on children in Africa to go down into the mines? No, I just go to Target. Oh. Um. And this is recommendations from, you said, the Army Corps of Engineers, right? Uh, federal regulators recommended that the Army Corps of Engineers don't approve the permit. Oh. It's the oh. EPA is, is asking the Army okay. Corps of Engineers to, See, wait a minute now, hold I up. Was, I was about to ask you what politics, if that that the Army Corps of Engineers, if they have political leanings, but... They normally do not, right? Mm-hmm. But now it seems they're trying to be influenced by people that do. The EPA not voted on, either correct, appointed. I, I don't. They're appointed. I don't have a. Uh, who the hell is the EPA? That's I don't have a horse good. in the race, but I don't know where all you green people think you're going to get car batteries. Not from this country. Did you guys read? By the way, speaking of that, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. The fact that, was it 16 states are suing the USPS over this? The USPS is the Postal Service. Right. They're suing them over the, their oh. decision to, to purchase. Jesus, oh. why didn't you bring that up when I had it ripped? Sorry. I had that item. Who's suing who? 
16 different states are suing the mail are suing people? the postal service over their decision to, to purchase gas trucks gas guzzling 16, oh, that's right. 16 states the district of columbia and environmental activist groups are suing the u.s postal service to block its purchase of 148,000 gas guzzling delivery <laughs> trucks over the next decade alleging that the agency has vastly underestimated the vehicle's cost and the adverse ecological impact the suit brought on by the state attorneys general earth justice and the national resources defense council contend that the mail service relied on faulty assumptions and miscalculations to justify spending as much as 11.3 billion on the vehicles where are is minnesota one of the states i believe so it doesn't list. It uh, well, says, two of them I saw, Kenny, was New York and California, because we all know the biggest issues plaguing California and New York right now are the Postal Service you vehicles. Know, it's so funny you bring... God, Reavers, you and I are on the same page today, right under that story. Yeah, but he's more cynical than you, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> we'll see about that, pal. ExxonMobil pulled into plastics probe in California. California is, uh, they want to sue ExxonMobil because ExxonMobil makes plastic. <laughs> you can't like even the make whole, this up. Like the whole world doesn't use plastic. You seriously can't make this S up. Minnesota is not one of the Oh, states. they're not. Okay. They're not. Okay. No. You can't make this up. <laughs> no. You can't make up that picture of Hillary Clinton getting tended to. For some reason, what comes to mind is the guy that was triggered by um, somebody power washing some steps. Seattle. Well, that's yeah. where the term power washing came from. It was a Seattle City Council member who used to be... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. John knows this. He used to be... Uh, was, it In, a, was he with the Black Panthers? He, yeah, he was a Black Panther in the late '60s. And when you read that story earlier, I was wondering, I was wondering, I wonder what he would think if he saw this this photo that you were referring mm -hmm. to. That gave us the term power washing. Uh, mm -hmm. Power washing is uh, when when the Mysterians uh, just darken something completely normal and thus poison it. In your mind, and here's a power washer cleaning steps, and the guy said, "No, we can't do that. That's that's too mindful of hoses used during civil rights uh, protests in the in the '60s." Well, no, it isn't. It's a power washer cleaning some steps, but the term has now been power washed. Didn't the Reverend Tim tell us that he wanted a fire truck and a fire hose so he could ho hose down all the criminals uh, <laughs> over north? I, I don't so. recall him saying uh, that, but it sounds like something he might say. I, yeah, I, think, I, do, I do remember that. Yeah, yes. I think the Reverend said that. Larry Gossett was the uh, Larry Gossett yeah. fella. Yeah. What a crazy upside down, mixed up world we then have. We it's power over. Wash, it's over. Remember, then we power washed the name Lynch. In Oregon, yep. because some farmer named donated Lynch back in the 19th century donated the land where some elementary schools were built. They're called Lynch Elementary, and somebody said that reminds me of lynching. So there goes a whole, one of the most uh, frequent surnames in America has been power washed, the name Lynch, L-Y-N-C-H. Yep. Uh, we went on and on and on. We, uh, somebody power washed cotton in a hobby store. Uh, you could buy cotton that, that you know, little yep. kids make... Yep cotton clouds on their drawings oh, yeah. and what okay. have you, and someone said, no, that's too mindful of people who have had to pick cotton. So that got power washed. Yep. A little cotton ball in a, power, in a, in a, in a hobby store uh, got power washed. Yep. So it's a great uh, garage logic 
a utility to recognize power washing. There's a lot of rules, aren't there, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure there are. <laughs> I keep trying to get him to write that book. The rules to be a liberal? Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, Reavers, what we had, think about what we have to deal with on every Thursday. And GLers might not know what we deal with here at GL off the air on Thursdays. What, what are we? But, ah, oh, but yes. it's uh, it, it's it's tough sometimes on the staff. <laughs> Positive Thursday takes on a whole new gear uh, when the mayor is uh, on a Be- mission. Because the mayor has a, a job to do on Thursday, and it's uh, and it's not this job. <laughs> Can you imagine if the mayor was working on a book? Oh dear God! Every day would be a Thursday. Oh, That's true. Let's Mike, go here. Come on. Does Kenny have something? Let's go. Mike, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> go ahead, Suge. May I tell you that uh, with the warmer weather, everything is starting to green up, but that means the same thing is happening now under the surface of your lake or pond. Those weeds are getting in gear. So why don't you get in front of it this year and call Aquaside or go to Aquaside.com If you have a smaller area you want to treat, just like a portion of your beach or maybe closer to the dock, Aquaside pellets are perfect for that. You can spot treat smaller areas that need help. Call Aquaside today or go to Aquaside.com. For more than 60 years, this White Bear Lake Company has been helping people maintain great lake shores with a complete line of lake and pond control products to take care of everything from weeds to algae. The products are easy to use. They work right away. They're registered with the EPA and DNR. There is no need. You don't have to bring the lake to them. There's no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today, and they'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. White Bear Lake Company, call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. You're listening to Garage Logic right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking to you about your business right now, telling the thousands of loyal GLers about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with the Garage Logic podcast. It's easy. Visit garagelogic.com now, enter keyword partner, P A R T N E R, fill out the form. We'll get in touch with you very quickly. Once me and the dummies start talking about your company, you're going to be amazed at how many GLs just start showing up. Easy to do. Do it right now. Visit garagelogic.com and enter keyword partner. You know, Patrick Royce, I mean, this guy, I mean, what he does is he, he knows his sports. but He doesn't play, but he does know. He, he played it one time, but play anymore. He, I mean, even golf. He plays it the next day. He's throwing his clubs off a bridge. <laughs> well, you know, he did play a lot of golf, you know, letting like, 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 like the golf come to him. But then, then he hit the guy with that shot in the cankle. I mean, it was all over. I mean, <laughs> God, he's the best. <laughs> uh, good, better, best. I love these kind of sales, and that's what's going on right now at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Three of the top-selling safes are on sale, and GL, we better get our we better hike our buying pants up because this promotion ends May 9th. Three of Liberty Safe's most popular models, all made here in the United States of America, going on sale. Number one, good. This is the Centurion 18 Level One Security 30-minute fire rating, 14-gauge st- steel, 3/16th inch steel 
blocking bars. Okay, that's good. Number two, better. The Colonial 23. It's level four security, 75-minute fire rating, 12-gauge steel, quarter-inch thick locking bars, standard outlet kit. I love the outlet kit. Uh, that makes it nice looking inside that dark safe. And number three, the best, of course, the Franklin 23. This is level five security, 110-minute fire rating, 12-gauge steel, quarter-inch thick locking bars, triple outlet kit with USB. Now, you're going to save up to $500. You'll get a limited life, excuse me, not limited. You'll get a lifetime warranty. Financing available, even better, and I definitely get this. Uh, I always get this professional delivery and installation. Why not have the pros do it? You know it's done right. But here's the deal. The sale ends on Monday the 9th, and it's all from our pal Rich and his shop, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish, Fish Lake Road, and on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. What did I say wrong? No, I was just, uh, when you played that soundbite from our buddy Frank Caliendo, I showed my dad, who's the world's biggest Pat Summerall and John Madden or right. was, I should say. I showed him the, the gal driving the around station. the gas station, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> and he was howling because he had never seen it before. Yeah. What's told, an ampersand? I told you one time I played that Lee Elia Cubs rant for my dad, and I thought I was going to have to call 911 <laughs> because he couldn't contain himself. He said, this is what you do? You hear this? I said, all the time, pal. But That's you, funnier than hell. But you played the uh, unedited version for oh, your dad. Oh, God, yes. The I'll unedited. <laughs> and he started, he, he couldn't control himself laughing so hard. Oh, God. Here's Johnny Height. Blame the fans for showing up to the ball game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bitching at people who bought tickets. Yep. Why are you people here? Don't you have jobs? <laughs> That's back when sports was sports. That's right. Now, John Hay has our favorite episode of the year coming up in his newscast, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Oh, boy. Inductees. Yeah, we had the nominees, what, a couple months ago, yeah. and now we have the people who actually were voted in. So. Right. Well, well, these are the people that are going in today. Yes, these oh, are the yeah. people that went in. And we have the yes. yay or nay on that. Yeah. Well, we usually do that two months ago, which we did. We but did, we but we're do doing it, it again. We can do it again. We are sure, doing certainly. it again. The, the most important part of this discussion is the sponsor. Prefer yeah. This, well, don't the news is me. brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. Well, can that be edited, Chris? Because that was, that, was, that was very clumsy. Uh, we'll see nah, if I remember. Let's go. Don't be saving sports that stuff, note. Larry. <laughs> the sports note before we get into uh, news. The Vikings will be playing a game in London this year. Uh, they'll play the New Orleans Saints on Sunday, October 2nd, which is week four. Uh, if you want to watch that game, you'll you'll have to be up early. That kicks off about 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Let's see. So Top. I'm going to have to start tailgating at about 6.45 then for that <laughs> yes. one. Yes. May I add a second sports note? Sure. Uh I'm I'm going to be uh, at a loss to for what to think if the Wild lose tonight. Uh, hmm. I think that would spell some uh, real problems. Yeah. Well, all you have to do is go back and listen to the uh, epic tout from Joe and Pat on yeah. Monday Night Sports Talk. Well, I broke it down for you before Monday Night Sports <laughs> Talk off the air. Did you? Um, did you? I hope you based uh, the the entire show on my prediction. No, we did not. Not at all. All right. Go ahead. In news, authorities say a Mankato woman who has been missing for more than a week was spotted on camera 
in Eagle Lake shortly after she was last heard from. Mankato Public Safety said 30-year-old Niawar James Chul was last seen at about 7 o'clock April 25th at 30 Hilltop Lane wearing a blue jacket, black leggings, and brown boots. In an update yesterday, Mankato Public Safety said it had received surveillance images from a Casey's gas station along Highway 14 in Eagle Lake that appeared to show her at around 8.45 in the evening on April 25th. She's described as 5'9", around 120 pounds, with black hair and brown eyes. If you have any information, uh, you are asked to call the Mankato Public Safety Department. Uh, just call 911 to get a hold of them. Uh, story you talked about a bit, Joe, earlier. A lot of St. Paul news this morning. Uh, St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter has announced who will be the city's interim police chief. Wednesday morning, city leaders announced current Deputy Chief Jeremy Ellison will replace Todd Axtell, the city's current chief, after he retires and before a permanent replacement is found. According to the city's website, Ellison oversees support and administrative functions in the police department and commands multiple areas, including the Forensic Services Unit, Background Unit, Training Unit, Military Liaison, and uh, the city says he joined the department back in 1999 as a park ranger. Hey, John, really uh, quick, also, back to the yeah. Mankato mm-hmm. story. Was this, mm-hmm. did they think this was an abduction or did she run off? Uh, or what do they think? They have not really said. The stories, I, I saw several stories and they haven't really said just that she's missing. So hmm. I, I don't know. I don't think uh, as far as running away, she's 30 years old. So Well, that and yeah. Eagle Lake yeah. to Mankato is, it's 10 minutes away. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's very close. Yeah. Okay. okay, I just I was just curious. Yeah. Yep. Uh, St. Paul, another St. Paul story. They cannot keep charging individual property owners for routine maintenance of streets abutting their property. That comes from a Ramsey County District judge ruling. That decision could leave the city with a multi-million dollar hole in its budget, raising conversations similar to those that followed that 2016 Supreme Court ruling that forced St. Paul to overhaul the way it funds street upkeep. That ruling, remember, led to a 20% property tax increase in 2018. I'm sure all St. Paul residents remember that, when the city shifted about $20 million in street maintenance costs from assessment bills to tax bills. So You You do remember that then, Joe. It's a budget problem because the budget is so top-heavy in bureaucracy and these fake departments that the Mm -hmm. money's not there to do what it's supposed to be doing. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Have you written about that? Many times. Oh. Also, to uh, no avail. <laughs> also involving St. Paul, uh, that city has the second best park system in the United States. Hey, according to year in a row. This is according to the Trust for Public Land, huh. the a- annual ranking from the Trust for Public Land. Minneapolis finished fifth in the new park score index, dropping slightly. Last year, they were third place. Wait, wait uh, who has number two? St. Paul. St. Paul. Who's Are number you one? Kidding me? Uh, St. Saint Paul's Paul. a dump. Oh, the parks aren't a dump. Who's number one? Uh, I don't have that. Oh, for God's odd? sakes. Your curiosity <laughs> should have odd? wondered who that would be. <laughs> that was in the original story. Apparently, I edited it, edited it, edited it out. Oh, God. Oh, wait. Here we go. I'm sorry. I have it. I have it, Joe. Relax. Do you need yeah, a drum roll? You, you good to go? Washington, D.C. is number one. Oh. Uh, St. Paul's going to be even better. When they spend all that taxpayer dollar uh, dollars on that fancy new walkway they're building, that Ooh, boardwalk thing yeah. along the yeah. river downtown, yeah. boy. Ooh, yeah. that is going to be sweet. Mm-hmm.
This is the 11th year of the Hobos are going to be going this way and that away, and this away and that away. 11th year for the annual Trust for Public Land Rankings, which ranks city park systems based on five different major factors. How can you have a downtown so emptied out? How emptied out? That you had to sell a parking ramp. I saw that story and laughed. Because <laughs> nobody parks in it. No. That's fantastic. Cost of, you know, God knows what to build was sold for pennies on the dollar to the Port Authority, I guess. You, uh, never mind. <laughs> no, come on. What were no, you going to say? No. no, no. <laughs> Ukrainian President Zelensky says his country would not accept a deal with Moscow that would allow Russian troops to remain in occupied territory. Speaking this morning to participants in the Wall Street Journal CEO Council Summit, Zelensky said Ukrainian forces had halted the Russian offensive in what he described as the first stage of the conflict. In the second stage, he says, Ukraine would expel Russian troops from its territory and in the third would remove, uh, would move, excuse me, to fully restore its territorial integrity. The president of Ukraine said he would not accept a ceasefire deal that would allow Russian forces to remain in their current positions. Uh, since the beginning of this whole thing, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Pope Francis has floated the idea he'd like to take a trip to Kiev to try to broker a ceasefire. But now he says he'd prefer to go to Moscow. Try to talk some sense into Vladimir Putin, who he is not outwardly condemned in the now nearly three-month-old war. Uh, he also uh, made an odd statement, said the real scandal of Putin's war is NATO's barking at Russia's door, which some people took as him blaming NATO. Is this the Pope saying this? That's the Pope saying that, yeah. He said mm. that caused the Kremlin to, quote, react badly and unleash the conflict. So he uh, kind, of, kind of really, blaming everybody. really off base here. Does anybody know how to do percentages? Yes. No, yeah, I don't sure. get that at all. What percentage of 167 is 149? Give me a second here. What percentage Jeez. of 167 is 149? X equals... Uh, 89%. 89% of all Minnetonka ice outs are in April. Jesus. And it'd be about the same for white bear. Isn't wow. that something? I just love the consistency of nature. What made oh. you think of that right now? The Pope. Oh. The po <laughs> He's not consistent. Hey, a, by the way, do we know if uh, Putin's procedure was successful? I don't know. Or hopefully I, I haven't seen any follow. They basically announced it and then yeah. silence. Nothing Nothing has followed since. Hmm. Uh, there is a rumor. Are there still people trapped in that steel mill in Maripol? I thought they got all of them I out. hope they did because Ma Russia's increasing its attacks on that mill. I must uh, correct everybody here. It's Mary Opal. Mary Opal. Because I get a, a note from a fella who used to live there. Okay. Who wanted I don't me to think get I right. said it. I don't think I said I it. I bet once. it was once a beautiful I seaside town. Joe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, one other Ukrainian note to pass along. Uh, some soldiers who were sent in as backup by Russia, mm -hmm. they've left already because they said the Russian military is in shambles and that the Russian government had deceived them at every step. Soldiers came from the state of South Ossetia. Uh, they went in to help Russia. They rattled off a list of complaints about faulty equipment, lack of leadership and intel, and brainless military tactics. So that's, uh, that's, that's an awfully bold statement to make. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, primary yesterday shows former President Trump still has some long coattails. Author J.D. Vance won Ohio's contentious and hyper-competitive GOP Senate primary, buoyed by Donald Trump's endorsement in a race that was an early test of the former president's hold on his party as the midterm season kicks into high gear. 
Uh, Vance was a one-time staunch critic of Trump. Remember his book, Hillbilly Elegy, in 2016, about his Appalachian childhood lifted him to fame. Vance spent much of the campaign behind in the polls, but a late-stage endorsement from Trump pushed him to front-runner status, and the two men downplayed Vance's past scathing criticism of Trump, with Vance saying he was wrong. In accepting the GOP nomination, he struck a unifying tone, complimenting his rivals, including silencing boos for his most bitter opponent, former state treasurer Josh Mandel, and pledged to appeal to the state's many moderates heading into November after an exceptionally bitter campaign that at one point saw two candidates almost come to blows on a debate stage. Was Vance one of them? Do we know? Uh, no. He, it was the other two. I like the book. I read it. I liked it. There's people poor white Mary people in this country. It, found the, Pardon, John? Yeah, but the people he wrote about hate it. Oh, really? Yeah, I, yeah they're just uh, up in arms, shall we say. <laughs> he lived in the holler. He lived down in the, the holler. holler. Yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland has announced Here we its go. list right. of Here 14. We go. Now, these are inductees. These people are These people actually, are going in. They're going in to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. was announced this morning. The Can you start with Dolly, please? Sure, Dolly Parton. Okay, this but didn't she time. swear that off when she got nominated? She did, but then the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame said that they she would not be taken off the ballot, and she said, "I will respect whatever happens." Oh, all right. But she still, but she still said, you know, she'd like to see rock and roll acts. Right. Before She's her not a rock and roller. So, but so there's been go. a number of acts that aren't rock and oh, roll. Oh, tons. Yeah, tons. Yeah. Tons. I know, but Dolly showed some integrity there. I'm a, you guys, you keep it to yourself. I'm a country star. I don't need it. Yeah. You know. I mean, I name get... name one Dolly Parton song. I can't. I'm not a. I don't. Nine buy... to five. Come Nine on. Nine to five. Yeah. All right. Jolene's one of the best songs. Jolene ever. is a fantastic Never. song. What the hell. Yeah. I you don't name. Any... They. I know. They're trolling us, John. They're trolling us. I, I don't know. I have All no right. idea. And I'm. I'm just depressed. Well, I'm <laughs> not going to foghorn Dolly. I think she belongs in every music hall of fame you can come yeah. up with. Well, Kenny and I are going to foghorn you for not being able to name any Dolly songs. Uh, that's surprising. one Dolly song? <laughs> I can't really. I don't know. Okay, here's What's her most famous in, song. Be, well, Jolene. Jolene. Uh, well, well, 9 to 5 is probably her biggest hit. I've heard but Jolene song, is yeah. the. Uh, Who did the great cover one. of Jolene, Johnny? I don't know. A lot of people have done it. I've heard tons of great versions. Joe, when you get home. It's a good song. It's tough to screw up. Right. When you get home this afternoon and you're sitting in your easy chair (laughs) pondering how life uh, got, how how it happened, what it, you know, this is, uh, when you're doing all that, (laughs) I want you to Google the trio. You know who the trio is? Oh, God. Wonderful. It's Dolly, Emmy Lou, Mm -hmm. and Linda Ronstead. All right. Everything they did. Is amazing, right. absolutely yeah. amazing. I hope you've noted that I certainly approve of Dolly going into the Hall of Fame. Yes, I don't is, think you do. Hey, noted. Yeah. Is uh, Linda Ronstead <laughs> the one that Roycey appreciates because she sang the anthem at the Dodgers that's, World uh, Series? Oh, that was me. That's her. Or was that you? Yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. it was Roycey. Well, that was me. Yeah. I approve. <laughs> she came out in a little, little Dodger jacket. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Cutie, um, just a cutie. I think she's about yeah. four bills now, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> Well, she's not quite that big, Joe. <laughs> Jesus. You know why I, I always oh, liked her also? Because she's the daughter of a hardware store owner in Tulsa. Or was. I'm not, I don't know if her dad's still with us. I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> we have derailed. She can't even sing anymore either. That's the yeah. sad part. Is she sick? Is, uh, yeah. Oh, she, I'm she sorry. She has Parkinson's and I'm something sorry, else, right? uh, Dolly. 
If or, you're, uh, no, Linda. no, that would Linda. be Linda. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> well, who's next? Hey, how about the nominees? Gonna, I was going to call you guys old white guys earlier, but now I'm really going to yeah. call you old white guys. Who, who's next, John? Uh, next, uh, the uh, Pat Benatar. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, come on. Not for me. She's, she's got to be in there. She's so, got to be in there. No. She's got to be. B as in B. <sighs> Duran Duran. No. You kidding me. I'm, I'm a no on Duran Duran. I'm a but, no. But they're in. So I just lost my foghorn. Mm. Sounds well, about I right. Duran Duran, no. I can't name one song. Sure you can. Hungry I like a wolf or something. So far away. No, no, that's Flock of Seagulls. Get away. They're that's all the same to me. Who's next, John? Uh, Eminem. Oh, yes. God help me. Is that uh, music? You mean Slim Shady? Yes. All right. Slim Shady. I'll He's one it. of the highest earning musicians. Which tells you all you need to know about this culture. <laughs> Eurythmics. Are going uh, in? I can take them or leave them. I no. I think they should be. I like yes. Annie Lennox. Uh, I, I can't help but picturing picturing those two in the throes of passion, and it just throws me right off my game. It's just gross. Annie Lennox and the other guy, Dave. Dave the Dave. other guy is Dave Stewart, very talented. Dave helped Stewart. Uh, Tom Petty late in his career. Also, right, right. he wrote, looks like don't a cartoon. Come here no more. He yeah. looks like a cartoon or a caricature. He, he's a weird looking fellow. Mm-hmm. He is, but he's a really good musician, fine right. guitar player. Okay, sure. Really good right. songwriter. You say that about everybody? Oh, he's a monster. He's a monster guitar player. I, I don't say that about everybody. <laughs> so, John, who's next? Clowns you listen to? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we got Dolly, uh, Lionel Richie. Yeah, I can't foghorn Lionel Richie. Yeah, I could. Yeah, he's had oh, a I'm long, okay successful Lionel. career. Yeah. Uh, what was the group before he went solo? Commodores. Are they in? Isn't he the one no. that song? No. Uh, he, really? He, he was hitting on a blind girl in a video, right? And a butter sculpture and a whole weird... Wasn't that Lionel Richie? I have no idea. Uh, that was Hello, right? Hello. Yeah. Is and that he's, the video? He's yeah. hitting on her, and she's feeling his face, and it gets really weird and creepy. Now, watch this, Kenny. Hello with a guitar solo by Louis Shelton, the studio player, from, who's a monster, monster guitar, guitar player. player. <laughs> Played on a ton of the monkey stuff. So yeah. the Commodores are not in, John? That's correct. Hmm. They the Commodores should they go had in. a couple three-year career. And hmm. he, he quit, so sure. and they had one or two hits without him. So He's what's, doing American Idol now, isn't what's he? What's the famous Philadelphia yeah. blues group I'm struggling to? They did Streetlights. Uh, who am I thinking of? The Journey? Crusaders? I wonder if it was the Crusaders. I think they're They're, they're not from Philadelphia, number yeah. one. They're not? Well, no, then why would you say from, it? Then why did you say that? Yeah, what are you setting them because up to make them look Street bad? Life is the Crusaders. The Street song Street Life, Life is the Crusaders. Oh. It's a female singer, right, Joe? No, it's all males. Okay. That was used in that Quentin Tarantino movie. Well, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. Next. Carly Simon. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm, yeah. No, I think Carly should yeah. be in too. Yes. One hit wonder. One hit wonder? Mm. What the hell? No, you didn't listen to much music growing vain. up, did you, Joe? You probably think this song is about But you. the beginning, the first few notes of that song are really good. Mm-hmm. I really love the way well, that song Well, we're going to put people in the Hall of Fame for the opening oh. bar, huh? How many other hits would you like me to name right off the top of my head? Go ahead. Go ahead. The one yeah. Fire off Ant- a few. Anticipation. Oh, yeah. Anticipation. Love and Use the Right Thing to Do, which is my favorite. All right. That's on the same album. Okay, she's going in. Next. Those are all uh, the uh, performer category. Now, the Musical Excellent Award going mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. Judas Priest. No. Oh, God, really? Really? I know That's that surprises me a lot. That's I'm an not, embarrassment. I'm that not makes me feel shame. Jeez. 
and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yes. Oh, yeah. Can't help yes. them because they're from here. Hell yes. To Even me. though they live in Malibu. They don't uh, bother <laughs> with Minnesota winter anymore, <laughs> no. do they? Can't blame them. The no. early, early Influence Award people who are going in are Harry Belafonte. Okay. And Elizabeth Cotton. I don't know her. She's a really, she was, she's dead. She's a really good uh, blues. Johnny, she outside actually of, is a monster guitar player. Outside of Janet Jackson, who did uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who else did they produce? Oh, pff, hundreds. Did I, they? Okay. You could pull up a list of But them. I know. Name, name three. Oh, I bet God. they had something to do with Prince at one point. Well, they were in his band. He fired them. Yeah, that's right. They, he was, they were in his band, and then they started side producing projects, yeah. and they wouldn't show up for practice and stuff. Prince said, see you, go away. You're fired. Um, but they I, remain fired. I have the information for you. It wasn't Philadelphia. It was Staten Island, New York. Patrick Charles, better known by the stage name Street Life. He's a hip-hop artist who is a close associate of the Wu-Tang Clan. I don't I don't think that's what Joe's talking about. I only wish Rookie was here so he could do his fake rap. Uh. <laughs> and finally, yeah. the Amit Erdogan Award, yeah, which goes to pr- producers and that kind of stuff. Cru- the Crusaders uh, is who you meant, right? Yeah, I don't know I who I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I said Crusaders. And that was in, it was in Jackie Brown. Whatever. Hmm. Yeah, the Crusaders were a, maybe a I jazz... heard it when I was in Philadelphia. That's it. Yeah, they were a jazz band from Texas, a very good jazz band. Joe Sample, Larry Carlton, the monster guitar player, played with them for a bit. Sometimes you drift into that uh, Rain Man thing, John. It, it's definitely. really yeah, definitely. Wilton definitely. Felder definitely. was the saxophone player for the Crusaders. Definitely they were good. active from 1952 to 2010. Who's Holy that? cow, the Crusaders. Crusaders? Oh, yeah. Wow. Who's the uh, above 110th Street guy that I love so much? Bobby Womack. Yeah. Oh, God, I love He's him. He's dead. Okay, uh, thank you. Alan, uh, Alan, Alan Grubman, I don't know who he is, got the Amit uh, Erdogan Award. He's no, a monster he's guitar player. Sylvia, Sylvia Robinson, I don't know Sylvia either. And Jimmy Iovine, who I do know well, produced Tom Petty and a lot of other acts. Have so. you been to his house? Is I he a good not. kisser? <laughs> now, the folks that didn't make it this year, let yeah. me just read those quick. Yeah. These contenders did not make the cut. Kate Bush, Rage Against the Machine, Devo, Dionne Warwick, A Tribe Called Quest, New York Dolls, Beck, MC5, and Fila Kute. Okay. Well, I would have taken four, at least four of those. Well, I'd have gone with one or two for sure. I would have gone sure. with Dionne Warwick. Yeah, I mind it too. Yeah. Rage. Yeah. I wouldn't go with Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> I need more rally around the work. family. See, we had this discussion in Pocket January. Yeah. Nominations. All right, thank you, Johnny. That it? Yeah. Well, okay. what the hell? Look at the clock. Okay. Well, look at the look at the time. <laughs> Truth, justice, and the suture. Is this Duran Duran? Sure is. Better not be. (laughs) Uh, Listen here, Bummer Joe. I've got good news for you. I know your lawn stinks right now, but the best lawn on the block is just a click away at ProfessionalTurf.com. Have ProTurf create a three- to five-step program. It's going to keep that pasture of yours free of weeds, crabgrass, and dandelions all season long. All you have to do is mow and water. If I know you, you'll hire somebody to do it. Uh, ProTurf does amazing landscape work and sprinkler installation and maintenance, both, and here's the key, both residential and commercial. They also move around white gold all winter long, so it's year-round service from this locally-owned ProfessionalTurf.com organization serving the Twin Cities since 82. I can't get ProTurf to come up here. I'm like 160 miles away. I wonder if Dave, the owner, would sell me a franchise. 
I've got I've got to make plans, post Joe plans. <laughs> what better? What a great way to live your life. Yeah. Walking lawns in the summer. Out all oh God. Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, luscious, lovely lawns, <laughs> guaranteed results, the best lawn on, on the block. It's all yours. A click away, professionalturf.com. Uh, three show notes. You guys remember uh Jeff Dayton from the fair yeah, last year. The musician, sure. yeah. He emailed yeah. us today. He he wants to know if we'd like to have him on again. Hell oh, yes. hell yeah. yeah the answer is of course we do. Yeah, of course we do. The please, Calypso please. poet. Yeah. Yeah. Now okay. remind me he was a music director for a while. That's yeah. right. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. He's a monster, isn't he, John? He is a monster. Yes, he yeah. is. Did he was he solo? Was he was he a involved? really humble, yeah. neat guy. Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was casually brought up. Kendall Qualls tomorrow. Well, is there something wrong with him? Why? <laughs> what do you mean? I, Kenny, I think I know what you mean, and I thought the same thing. Yeah. Why are you? Well, he was. Of course, wrong. we want you. Why are you asking? I, I mean, there's. <laughs> Just you know, show he's up. a big deal. There's Adam well, Carolla. He, there's Joe Rogan. Yeah. There's you know Howard. Uh, well, he's yeah. probably at the fair, right? Is that why? Yeah, he, he's coming yeah. to the fair. He's from here, I think, isn't he? He's Did he grow Mata up here? Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And no, you thought he sense. went to school with one of your siblings. Yeah, and they deny uh, ever hearing about him or knowing him. I, okay. I think I'll have to get to the bottom of that this year. Uh, maybe he didn't spend a lot of time in Mata No, I have a better idea. Huh? When he comes on, maybe we have your siblings sit in on that interview on no, the show. No, we don't want that. <laughs> we got Kendall calls tomorrow, and then Friday, this Friday, uh, live in person, we're going to meet. The traveling lineman. That's going to be cool. Yeah, huh. cool. And now, are gonna, they both coming in? Yes. Nice. Yeah. And I want to ask them what is the secret to your success because they apparently like each other. I mean, they're they've <laughs> really? been stuck in a room together for what all of twenty twenty, weren't they in uh, India? Mm-hmm. Yes. Gee, Mumbai. Whiz. Mumbai, India. Mumbai. Jeez. How would uh, how I would go they... on the road with the roommate? We get separate floors. Yeah. In the hotel room. <laughs> how would uh, how would a worldwide trip with the CP. How long would that last? Let's put it this way. I don't think the word world would be involved. <laughs> they make it to Fridley. How about Wisconsin? <laughs> and make it a day trip. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I have a bear update theme, oh, please? Oh, you need a bear update. Bear update we theme, please. We program to bring you a bulletin concerning the bear in Central City. Shelly Stone Park has turned into a city. Hold it, bear. Hey, look at that bear up there. Somebody got their fur coat on a bear up there. All right, look out. Come back here, bear. Don't be afraid, bear. Move this way. Give me your paw. What did you do with that paw? I didn't buy them. That's not a bear. That's a lion. It was the lion. He, a lion. Did you do that, Reavers? No, oh, that's, that's that was, from that was two decades ago. <laughs> Back when he gave a rip. <laughs> because that, that was some effort to put that together. <laughs> Including a lion at the end. Yeah, uh, later bear in sightings, life. Bear, you, sightings, bear you, sightings are reported all around the Twin Cities and in the Twin Cities. Minnetonka resident Bob Koch, Koch, uh, whatever, captured a bear on his home surveillance camera over the weekend. A medium-sized black bear heading straight to his bird feeder. Uh, people are reporting bears uh, uh, all over the place. You got a DNR DNR bear project leader, Andrew Tree, said dry conditions, pre-hibernation, and a delay in this spring's growing season have made bears more active in their search for food. Uh, I have not seen a bear. Uh, I know that where I live, the closest bear would have been a bear that showed up at St. Agnes Church one day 
in the in the uh, summer. Hmm. That's over in the midway. Uh, if you happen to peek out your window and there's a bear in your yard, basically you want to make noise, chase them off, or just let the bear move off on its own, tree said. And as soon as the bear's gone, you want to pull in whatever attracted that bear. See, because you don't want the bear out there if your little kids are out there. Right. I used to see bears right off uh, Washington Avenue at the uh, the Eagle, uh, that American Eagle saloon. <laughs> if you're wearing, outside wearing and come across and a bear. And stuff. Uh, if you're outside and come across a bear, the DNR said, don't panic and startle the bear. Use a calm voice like the uh, woman trying to get rid of the bear that was eating her kayak. No he, bear meat at the glory hole. Use a calm voice and make your presence known, then slowly walk back in the direction you came from. It's just part of life that we have bears in Minnesota, and so part of that living with bears and enabling us to coexist with them is making sure that we don't have uh, attractants. That's a new word to me, attractants in our yards to bring them in. So, um, Aren't you going to use the piece that's been trending on Twitter? Uh, that's where I'm going. Okay, good. So I was notifi- I've seen it. I've not- I was notified of this uh, from uh, GLer Josh. This is in Montana. Well, is that where this uh, going? What's it called? Going to the Mountain Sun Road? Or? Going to the Sun Road. Uh, there was a group of cyclists out. Yeah, did you notice all the snow on the sidelines? Sure did. Yeah. And they were trying to handle it. Here comes the bear. The big grizzly walking down the highway. He's Go moping, bear. too. The poor bear is just moping. Go away, bear! Okay, I have a question. <laughs> Why didn't the grizzly attack these idiots? So when Wouldn't you watch the bear walk by, they start saying, no bear. Right, I watched he, it. He kind of gives them the glance, and, and he's thinking to himself, Look at these meatheads over yeah, here. Yeah. I could kill them all in three seconds. Right. But I'm just, I want to go lay down. He looked, he looked depressed. Yeah. No, he looked like, what despondent. Did, what did I do to you? Yeah. My name's John Bansley. I'm just oh minding my, God, my own my, business. Oh, you guys yelling at me. That what? road is at Glacier Parks, Joe. Yeah. It, oh, is that where it is? Oh, it's one of the most scenic drives in the country. Cool. These, were, these were a group of cyclists, and they were literally on the side of the road, and a gri- not just a brown bear, a black bear. This was a grizzly. Yeah. And I think these people are extremely lucky that they apparently didn't die. And he was not interested. Right. Or it, or he was full. <laughs> that could have been the case, too. Is that no bear policy to be talking and yelling at them to get, make them go well, away? Well, that's contrary no to the DNR advice, which is to be very calm, unlike that idiot that screamed at the bear for eating oh, their kayak. What I would have done is I would have been standing behind these guys and I would have been pointing at different. Look at look at this fatty right, right here. Right here. Ooh, he looks juicy. Look at this lard ass right here. A lot of meat. A lot of meat. You know what else the DNR recommends? Hmm. Clean your grill, your barbecue grill, and don't leave any pet food outside. Yeah, that will also the raccoons will come. For All that. in that bird feeder at night. Hail the flash door king. Hail what? the hail flash the flashlight door. king. Joe, in episode 841, Jim asked for a ruling on GDI, Garage Door Index. Kenny brought up, how about sliding doors? This got me thinking. If we count the cylinders in the car and not the car itself, then shouldn't the size of the door opening matter 
and not just how many doors you have. I have three garage doors, but I have a total of 452 square feet of openings. So, so would my GDI be then 452? What? But at the end, I say scrap the whole idea because math and GL don't get along. P.S. I had no problem figuring out the pellet grill contest. I made my entry for the last 70-degree day of the season on a Friday when we have to close the garage door for the winter. Not sure why we have to wait all summer to win a Traeger wood pellet grill from Fratelloni's. You can still do that, by the way. Yes. Go to the website and enter, uh, win a Traeger grill from Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Centers, and uh, you just guess the first Friday we're going to hit 70 uh, this spring. I counted... uh, Bear, you're breaking it! You're breaking it! <laughs> I, I, is this Kamala Harris? No. It sounds like her. I tried counting cylinders uh, yesterday. I, I got to your age and stopped. That was good enough for me. Uh, Joe, uh, I couldn't help but write in after listening to the segment about urban heat mapping. I'm currently a resident of Milwaukee. When it gets hot in the summer, you walk closer to the lake. On a cold day, you walk farther away from the lake. Huh? Noted. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Because like it's it's hot. So Tim Rice. Last week water. you asked about the derivation <laughs> of the term gaslighting, and yesterday you asked about the origins of a group called Politifact. Uh, it was Politifact, apparently, who tried to tell us that Joe Biden didn't really say the kids are uh, they're, they're they're they belong to the teachers when they're in school. <laughs> you recall that? Yes. Yes. Uh, Gaslighting is derived from the 1944 film Gaslight, in which a husband slowly manipulates his wealthy wife into believing that she is descending into insanity so that he can steal from her. He uses a variety of tricks around the house. He causes the gaslights to dim and brighten for no apparent reason. When his wife complains about this, he suggests it is only her imagination. He is telling her to disbelieve her own eyes. Last week, PolitiFact told us not to believe our own eyes when we watched the video of Joe Biden finishing a speech. Oh, uh, you'll remember this one, too. Finishing a speech and then turning to shake hands with someone who was not there. Here is how the PolitiFact described the video. You might have seen a clip of President Biden shaking hands with thin air. It never happened. Here's the truth, as well as how misinformers manufacture and embellish embarrassing presidential moments. To debunk this video, PolitiFact came up with the novel concept of pointing with your whole hand. Joe Biden was apparently just pointing with his whole hand. Never mind the fact that his arm was at his side and bent at a 45-degree angle. That's not how normal people point. The most damning fact about PolitiFact is that they did not even link the video they were trying to debunk. They knew that if people actually watched the video again, the response would be laughter at the absurdity of their claim. Another way they attempt to gaslight us is by pretending to be neutral uh, by fact-checking both Democrats and Republicans. But when they fact-check Democrats, it is often about trivial matters that no one really cares about. For example, last week they fact-checked Biden's claim that when the Second Amendment was passed, Americans were not allowed to own cannons. That claim is false, but no one really cares. But when it comes to important issues, they don't want you to believe your own eyes. Thank you. Now I better understand gaslighting. Yeah, fact-checkers are the biggest liars on the Internet. Only because they come to us all the way from Eden Prairie, where the traveling Lymans are currently camped, and they'll be joining us Friday. 
On this day in 1863, May the 4th be with you. In a response to a federal law mandating all Dakota be removed from the state as punishment for the U.S.-Dakota War of 1862, 1,310 captives at Fort Snelling, mostly women and children, are loaded onto two steamboats to be transported to a reservation on Crow Creek in South Eastern Dakota Territory. Soon after arriving at the reservation, many would die of disease and hunger. Not a pleasant day in this day in history, is it? Uh, uh, on this day in 1888, the Catholic Archdiocese of St. Paul was established. On this day in 1925, St. Paul's Ford Motor Company plant assembled the first car, which St. Paul Mayor Arthur E. Nelson, Minneapolis Mayor George E. Leach, and Ford Executives A.W. Bendick and V.E. Nystrom ride in during a ceremony. The plant soon produces 500 cars each day. And today it's a depressing expanse of mostly vacant land brought to you by an incompetent rental ordinance in the city of St. Paul and construction there on what's called uh, Highland Bridge, I think it's called, uh, is, is, is slow the, to virtually the, nothing. The, the Ford Bridge? Well, that, that new development in Highland Park is called Ford Bridge, isn't it? Yeah. The guy that my town Not was done with this day in history. named after was killed in that Dakota War. Huh. It's just a shame that somebody like Volkswagen didn't come in and... I tried assume. to get him. I know. They wonder, who is this lunatic? <laughs> in 1975, on this day, the Twins retired number three in honor of Harmon Harmon. Killebrew. Harmon Killebrew. And on this day in 1984, Dave Kingman... Oh, uh, I know, I know. Hit a ball into the Got roof stuck. of the dome where it lodged. He is awarded a ground rule double. Which, it would have been a pop-up, correct? Yeah, it went straight up and went in one of those pockets up there. Mm -hmm. never the down. guy that my I, town was oh, named I was gonna, after I was, just ask who that was, was killed in that war. Oh, yeah. And what was his name, Kenny? Edward Asshat. <laughs> what is he talking about? I don't know. Uh, never mind. He had a line and he just wanted to get it in. <laughs> never mind. It's just it's This is why this is why we need Giants Rich. To escape this nonsense. Escape, just I need it to escape Kim. Play a, a game of catch, you know. They got the legend in the quarry up there. That's the greatest value in Minnesota golf. By the next time you do an ad, I'm gonna be talking over it so hard that you won't be able to get a word in edgewise. <laughs> and it'll be the best ad I've ever done. Uh, try that fin cycle. Uh, I intend to. It's a single rider electric golf cycle. It's kind of cool. Not kind of cool. I bet it's very cool. A uh, 37-hole special this summer between June 4 and August 29. Play the Legend and the Quarry on the same day with lunch on them between rounds at the Wakuda Grill, which features the finest and most peaceful overlook in all of northern Minnesota. You can view 3D course flyovers of the Legend and the Quarry at GiantsRidge.com and uh, begin to think of it. Uh, as more than golf. It's the best golf around, but also hiking and biking and water recreation and the newest and largest lift-serve mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining and lodging and much more. Book tea times at GiantsRidge.com or call Giants Ridge at 218-865-8030. Okay. Thank you, GLers. Thank you. Mm -hmm. GLers, do us a favor. And join the thousands that have hit the subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube page, Kenny. Brand new Krabby show out today. Oh, fantastic. Uh, and uh, McLean knocked it out of the park once yeah, again. She did. 
Uh, and you can find a link to that show on our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all available for you. And please download the PodMN app for your smart device where just by listening to GL via the PodMN app, you have the chance to win prizes. That's right. Just for listening. What was the name of that town again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to find out the name of that. Say it on the air. You are. <laughs> <laughs>